0: You're listening to a fourth hand production.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll just try to, you know, get back on the road a bit so the listeners aren't too, you know, heydayish. But, uh, Hi, I, sir. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, I was in the Navy. So thank you. That's awesome.
2: Oh, you uh, got to talk to Michelle. I already called that. I didn't even, <laughs> I said, oh my gosh, you, I, I have proof. I already <clears> said, <throat> uh, you were in the military. Yep.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, we'll, we'll come back and we'll throw it on the show. How's that sound?
3: Story in the news
0: today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now, are they are they UFOs, or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental? I don't know uh, planes man. that they're building. And police in Espanola are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts
1: weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. Welcome to Strange Jungles, and I am Shane. And I am John, your king. And I am Josh.
0: <laughs> You're called Jester. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm just uh I'm wounded from the inside emotionally, and there's no hope for me. Yeah. So there's that This will
0: all make sense. This will all make <laughs> sense later.
1: Admiral Meelds. <laughs> this will all come together. Yeah, exactly. It'll all come together sooner or later. Um so for those of you who are listening, so this will drop Sunday and hopefully the winter storm has passed us. We're looking out in Salt Lake, but damn, did you guys see Texas today? Yeah, yeah that's a fucking uh,
3: huge bummer to you because the local governments there are mostly assholes. Yes they I think
0: are. The entire state's under a state of emergency right mm-hmm.
3: now. Yeah, they, they're not part of like a from what I understand, they're not part of like a larger uh not federal's not the right word, but like a larger national grid.
1: No no, they're privatized. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah. And so like they're and it's they're their grid has been neglected so that the privatized, the company that privatized it can maximize profits. Go figure. Yep. Um, and so pa- And they're, passing
1: on to the people that live there, by the way, let's not forget about that. Fucked. Yeah. They're fucked. They're absolutely fucked.
3: They're saying that the power is going to be out for like to prepare for this to go on for a few days, which is crazy because it's not usually that cold in Texas.
0: And, uh,
3: most, um, most houses there aren't built to keep the cold out.
0: Yeah, I yeah. didn't know the. Uh, so there's a lot of Texas residents with their power out. Oh yeah, it's rolling like outages is what's oh, happening. Really? So
1: like every two hours they they pull the power on and pull it off. But the problem is, like Josh was saying, you know, you have San Antonio. It hit temps like minus twelve in places. It's minus not sn- twelve degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. It's not the mm-hmm. snow that's fucking with them. It's the ice and everything else that's going on. And so you know, in places like that, they're just not geared for it. I mean, and the you know, mayor of
3: Colorado City, Texas, is basically saying shit like "Don't be a lazy asshole and ask for a handout." Like if you you need to figure out how to keep your family warm, so that's pretty cool. Mm.
1: Yeah, isn't that neat? But you know what actually is nice, and not to get political, but I will just a tiny, tiny bit. When we're going through this, and Texas got hit, and we're going through these winter storms, and people are asking for emergency funding, you know what Biden didn't do? He didn't say, oh, what are you going to do for me? Well, what about that? Well, what about this? He just approved it and made it happen because it's part of the United States of America and we want to help people. That's Is it, what though? he did do. I mean, we are talking about <laughs> Texas. <laughs>
2: well, that's
1: right. And they did want to be their own state. The Lone their Star own country. Republic. <laughs> right. How many how You're many on your ago? own. Don't be lazy <laughs> bastards. Figure it out. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, with that being said, not to be on Texas, but it has been weird. You know, we've had snow blizzards here, but, you know, of course it's mild. I think, what, yeah. 30 was, a you know, the low this morning, so it's not. Mm, this you
3: know. has been the most mild winter on record here. Um, yeah, so I hope that everyone in the Midwest and the South is hanging in there because yeah. I saw a map where basically if you weren't on the coast, you were in for hard times. Jeez, so. yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully absolutely. everybody
0: hangs in. And I have a lot of family in Austin, actually. Oh dear. And a lot of um, friends in Texas, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't you know, if you're listening but if you are, stay safe, stay warm.
1: Yeah, try to be the best you can. I mean, and we have friends actually from the podcast that are kind of strewn about, you know, Tobias Weiland is one that uh, they're going to hit in that arctic windstorm too and
0: and kind of locked down a little bit. So, yeah. you know, hopefully you but guys they're are They're from okay. Wisconsin. They they know, they know. Yeah, they're the, kind of used to it. They know the deal. Yeah, yeah.
1: He hit them kind of hard, you know. I, I think my other site in Cortland, Idaho, it uh, was like -6. Which is just cold. <laughs> really, they know how to do stuff over there, so it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So for everybody, just enjoy the winter. Hopefully, you know, Punxsutawney, Phil said we had six more weeks. So, you know, bear with it. We'll get through it and we'll go from there. Um, with that being said, the only other thing I want to say is, you know, we're rolling towards, you know, good things with the vaccinations, good things with the COVID thing. Um, it seems like things are up and up. And talking about up and up, we do – have a guest on that we were pleasantly surprised about. I don't know if one of you guys kind of want to chime in a little bit with this. Uh, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, this was
3: not what I expected at all. This interview, given um, like the the prep material we had to go over, um, I was very, very pleasantly surprised. And um, I thought it was really interesting and a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah great- for sure.
0: Um, she definitely made me feel good.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Calm down, King. God damn. Um, But you know what? It, also, with, like, the psychic thing, like, I said this in a couple episodes ago, like, there is shit sometimes where I'm like, damn, I legitimately thought about that. Like... Right. And it, and it doesn't happen, like, constantly, but, like, it happens enough to where, like, I've had that joke thought in my head, like, dang, man, you, that's... You're psychic, but I never like took it seriously. You know, like it was just a joke to myself.
1: Well, and, and I think that's one of the things where I, we start out this podcast and I talk about the winter storms and I talk about the COVID thing, because that's what we're all enthralled with. You know, there's always something somewhere, right? We always have something on our mind that's this physical and it's there. We don't take enough time to kind of pull ourselves away from that a bit and see if we can't just think if that makes sense. And when we have guests like Kimberly on. We take that time to pull ourselves back, and we have that time to think. And 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 I I found that that's what was really cool about interviewing her, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, of course, she, she had some uh, things in the beginning about her upbringing, whatever have you, and what she can do. Um, but of course, listeners in the second half, um, she decided to do our aura readings which you'll listen to here coming up, but that's what we're necessarily talking about directly. And, uh, you, know, you know, it kind of, you know, it's it sets with us a bit. So mm. I don't know. I got thoughts on it, but the whole thing is, you know, listen to the interview and go from there. And I don't know if you guys have anything else on the whole subject matter.
0: Um, No, but, yeah, just, you know, I guess sound like a broken record. But, yeah, it was a really fun interview, and she's a super nice lady. And I feel like we could have talked to her for – five straight hours. Oh my easily. God. honestly. Oh, my I mean God. there's absolutely. I feel like we just kind of got to the tip of the iceberg really with with a lot of stuff. Like I had a ton of questions about myself and my like my aura reading plus like all the other stuff not even talking about the, the ors, before
3: but,
1: before that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. we talked
3: for 20 25 minutes I think before we even get to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So.
1: You know, and it's one of those things where so if you're a listener and you want to you want her back you know, by all means, email us again, at gmail.com Let us know, you know, because it, there's so many little pockets and rabbit holes that we really could go down with her um, that we really think would be a good episode. Uh, or Patreon listeners, you know, we want something – you guys want something special. You know, reach out, DM, whatever have you. You know, let us know. But I, I think this is a good start of the tip of the iceberg and uh, definitely a little bit of enlightening. So, yeah. Yeah, something be said about that. Yeah, but with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and roll an interview with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Open the gates. Kimberly McGeorge combined science with possibility and has been experimenting with frequencies and products and with her clients for the last decade and a half. After consulting with an esteemed neurosurgeon, Kimberly realized that the frequency she had been using could be applied to all areas of her clients' lives. Uh, Kimberly has over 24 years of clinical experience in both alternative health and energy healing field, along with tons more things of just history, what she's involved in, what she's been part of and everything else. And and actually reading through, uh, you know, her (laughs) her whole biography is amazing. And, uh, you know, we hope you guys enjoy as much as we do having her on Um, Kimberly McGeorge. Thank you so much for coming on Strange Uncles.
2: Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure, as we say in the South
1: is that yeah you uh, said north carolina correct
2: yes um i'm actually 15 minutes away from blue ridge parkway and i uh, live right in front of a state park called hanging rock so right in the foothills of the blue ridge absolutely stunningly peaceful and beautiful
1: oh nice wife and i talk about actually visiting that spot i think there's a national park by you guys right
2: there's a lot of them, and I'll just say if you like, as long you have to like dogs because I have a lot of them. But you and your wife <laughs> are welcome to stay at my house if you ever come my way.
1: Oh, that's sweet. That's cool. Yeah, we got a weird thing where we just we knock out national parks. We've got a pass, and you know what else do you do during COVID except stay away from people and go outdoors? So you know that's I what we've been that. doing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but we're here with Kimberly McGeorge and then Josh and John. You know, you're on there too. Uh, you know, this is interesting because you've got looking at your biography there's so many things that you've been involved in it, it, it's really kind of hard to pinpoint but I, I think if you're okay to what we usually do with our guests is just kind of ask them a background you know what got them involved what got them started uh, I know one of the high points is uh, the remote viewing portion you know which we kind of have a love for on our side uh, if you just kind of want to run through a history for the for the listeners it would be fantastic that'd be a great place to start.
2: Yeah, really quick, just to introduce myself, um, I was born what they call an old soul. So I was born with partial memory. In other words, I got into that baby body and I had the full functioning you know, viewpoint of an adult and I'm like, WTF, like what is going on and how did I get there? So um, I absolutely 100% uh, grew up in a religious home and I kind of had it beat out of me. That reincarnation didn't exist. But when I came in as a baby, I mean, I have that memory and I never really lost it. And it, I guess, wasn't really beat out of me completely. Um, so remote viewing is an interesting word because when you are three, you have no concept what remote viewing is, but what I discovered kind of going backwards, you know, as I got older was what I experienced when I was three was remote viewing. We were living outside of Chicago at the time in Park Forest. And, um, as you can imagine, if you guys have ever been in Chicago or around big cities, um tons of ambulances uh fire trucks police cars especially at night all the sirens and so what would happen when i was two three and i'd be in my little bed is i'd hear this siren and all of a sudden as soon as that first note of the siren which is kind of interesting that it came in through sound considering it ended up in sound but um i would get these horrible images like cars off the side of the road and people hanging by ropes and people yeah. like being beaten and like decapitated. Uh, it was just, Like on and on, like crazy stuff. And, um, you know, later on, I figured out that it probably now there's no way of knowing. I mean, I'm in my house in my bed, but I imagine if we went back and could match, you know, the time and the call and the date that if it was a fire, I bet it was a fire truck. If it was an ambulance, I bet it was, you know, someone going to the hospital. And so that's how and of course, it was horrifying, I had nowhere to put this. And so I thought that if I put my pillow over my head and smashed it against my ears, that it would stop. Unfortunately, that didn't work. Um, And then the other horrifying thing that I thought everybody experienced was, of course, I saw these spirits, Um, horrible, horrible, evil spirits, uh, human spirits, beautiful beings, fairies, elves, like you name it. I saw it. I also saw when I would go for nap. Nap time was really fun when I was five and six because the ceiling would open up and I would see literally like dark voids and other worlds and doors and again, beings and scenes. And it was just crazy stuff. So that was my first introduction to the world of remote viewing and paranormal. And again, I grew up in a very uh, in a military home and a very religious home. And uh, about the time I was five or six, I realized None of this anybody else is experiencing in my home, not my mom, not my dad, Uh, you know, eventually not my brother, none of my friends. Like I was this anomaly living in like this really, to me, the world was like black and white and my world was like so exciting in color, but I started shutting it down, you know, as I think we often do, the ones of us that are gifted. When I went to school, I went to public school and it was absolutely not acceptable at all there. And I used to feel like I was really crazy until I got older, um, moved to Columbus, Ohio, went back to college in Chicago because I liked it so much. And um, for the first time, I decided, okay, I'm going to let out a little bit of my psychic abilities, just a little and see how they fly in college. Well, of course, as you can imagine, all colleges is like one party and then a bunch of crying. I mean, there's really nothing else that goes on in college as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, people would come to my room and say, is my boyfriend cheating? Is my girlfriend cheating? Is my boyfriend going to ask me to marry? And I'm like.
1: And it starts. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I would just look. And what I mean by look, this is how I see timelines. This is how I see psychic events it would just open up in screens and I just have to find the screen that applied to the timeline they were on. And I got this reputation for being like 99.9% accurate. People started paying me. Uh, law enforcement heard about me. They called me in on some really weird cases. It's so funny. Cause you know, when you're 20, you know, everything. So, I knew everything, and, you know, pretty soon I I found myself in the middle of things. Now they call them deliverances, I guess, to be nice. But back then in the good old days in the 80s, we called them exorcisms. So I accidentally performed my first exorcism. I mean, what choice do you have? Like, you're the expert, (laughs) ha-ha. And uh, so I performed my first exorcism when I was 20. And uh, there's a lot of occult crime in the Fox River Valley, and the Chicago Police Department was just getting into their occult crime unit, around that time. And so I wasn't like, of course, law enforcement or anything, but I was an advisor and I would go out on some cases with them, which is also very traumatizing to find animal bones and baby bones and weird things that are burnt and all sorts of crazy stuff. But anyway, so that's kind of yeah. up till then.
1: Yeah. So here's a question. So here's a question we have on our side, because we've had, you know, again, we talked a little bit prior to the interview um, in regards to we had psychics on and everything's and sometimes certain psychics, respond in certain ways or they have you know they go down this road or this path whatever have you when it comes to psychic phenomena and remote viewing i mean in our eyes there's a difference to that but in your eyes is that defined very much as, as far as what that what that looks like
2: so i'm super familiar with that i actually just taught a seven month uh, all sorts of styles because uh, there are different styles as I know you guys are aware but I including the normal military uh, official you know uh, blind uh, coordinate remote mm-hmm. viewing style I taught that and I can um, do that but that's not my easy access point that's my easy access point to teach uh, you know empowered beings because we're all psychic yes um, but it's not I just never saw that way I just went right there I mean, and I actually worked, you know, this is later on when I was in my 30s and 40s. I worked a lot with paranormal groups all over the entire world, some of which you would know if I named them. But I signed, you know, you have to sign all those fun papers. But um, and they would call me up and they'd be like, hey, we're heading to the Amityville house. Could you tell us where to put our cameras? Could you tell us what we're going to see? Could you oh. say, is this, a, this is time? Is this a hot night? Is this a cold night? You know, um, where do we put the lights? Are there any demonic energies? How many human spirits are in there? And I would just go look. And um, one time I played a joke, I was dating a guy in a paranormal group out in California one time, which is not really a good idea. And I thought I'd play a joke on him. He was an EVP expert. Not only was he one of the best EVP experts I've ever met in my entire life, like these spirits loved him and he could get class A's. But um, he also talked to, we'll say entities, demons, angels, like he talked to them. He had like long conversations. He was like wicked psychic. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna play a joke on him. So he's like, yeah, we're going to this really cool place. And there's all these like haunted dolls, man. And there's so much activity. So he called me up the next morning and he goes, we're done. We are done. And I'm like, (laughs) what are you talking about? You know how women like to play. And I said, what are you talking about? (laughs) We're done. He's like, you effing went there and you cleared that place out. So I have never, you (laughs) humiliated me got like zero EVPs because I can clear remotely. So I just clean Hmm. the place. I'm not saying it lasts forever because that's a whole nother long conversation we could have about clearing houses and my view on that and my experiences with that. But anyway, so that's just kind of a little of how I I applied my remote viewing to make a little bit of side change. Also with cryptozoology, I can go to any place and say, you know, you can say, is there a dogman there? Are the fae there? You know, what's there? You know, is there a lot? Is there a little? Are they dark? Are they light? Are they both? Is there an open portal, closed portal? Like all of that stuff.
1: Well, I think that's what's interesting because, you know, looking at your bio and all the to- uh, talking points that was sent our way for you, you know, of course, you know, we talk about psychic ability. We talk about remote viewing, but then you don't see <laughs> there's not a lot of talking points. People that do that feel that they have uh, cryptozoology behind them as well. So, I don't know if you want to kind of talk about that because that's that's unique. We've never really heard that, put in the same realm before if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, and I ran into the Fae, um a little bit. I'd say a lot of my sight had to be redeveloped because I shut it down so severely. So seeing the ghost as far as I'm talking with my eyes, I'm talking in real person, like <clears throat> you know what I mean like walking in a room and seeing a spirit what was one of my weaker abilities for the longest time. It's a lot better now. Um, I have four children. They're all psychically gifted. And my oldest daughter was born with this. OK, like the show Ghost Whisperer, like my daughter sees 100 percent of the time. So you can like drive down the street with her and she'll be like, there's a woman standing on the second floor of that house looking out like she sees people uh. like everywhere. <laughs> and so she really helped me kind of hone in and open up my abilities. But the cryptos, I'm going to be honest and just throw out a name because I have to give him credit. So a lot of people rag on him a lot. His name C. Wayne Wilson. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but You'd have to rein him in, but he'd make it. Your your audience would love him. He's just a fascinating guest. But I was watching, and this was a number of years ago, I was watching one of his um, videos of filming Bigfoot in his backyard. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. He's like, look at him, look at him. There's a female. You can see her breasts. And there's a child. And there's a baby. And there's a toy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy is cracked. Like, it was just so amusing to watch him because he was so crazy. And then I looked a little closer, and I'm like, OMG, his backyard is crawling with Bigfoot. Like, I can Hmm. see them. And then he allowed me, we lived a half hour away from each other. I drove out to his house with my daughter and um, we pulled up and they were swinging on the trees and I could see them with my eyes without the camera. And that started my whole relationship with these beings really started through Wayne Wilson's videos. and I'm really grateful to him for putting himself so far out there because even as experienced I was in all these other areas, I, it almost makes me weep. I have this amazing, I live on two habitation sites. I'm moving off one onto one. And I have this amazing relationship with these beings. I just went out and gifted them oranges and apples yesterday. And they leave me gifts and they write on the trees. And I have m- hundreds of thousands of pictures. And, it, and I'm just so thankful that there are people that are brave enough that they will risk being made fun of to open it up for the rest of us.
1: Well, so, okay, that's the question, I guess, if you don't mind. <laughs> I We hear that a lot, where people actually have made that contact, you know, and it get mainly Bigfoot, Bigfoots, right? But there's other cryptids out there. You know, If we just, but if we just specify, you know, your relationships with that, when you talk about gifting them things, things like that, like, what, what's that? What does that look like? And, and they're riding on trees and they're doing everything. Do you mind going a little bit deeper into that? I wish I'd you guys
2: a picture and I can send it, you know, I can send it, but um, I just took a picture because um, my guy was going to come and put gravel down for the dogs. And there's a whole bunch of straw that they just piled up in my in front of my newly built house. And I, sent it to my daughter, the one who sees human spirits all the time, but she's not so hot, ha, 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 on cryptos. (laughs) I beat her on that. And I said, how many cryptos do you see in this picture? And she said, well, I see some little ones under the log, which is what you're referring to, and that's one of my huge pet peeves. Everything's big fit, big fit, big fit, big fit. And then sometimes if you're lucky, you get a dog band. But the uh, Vedic books, India tells us there's like thousands of these interdimensional creatures of all kinds. So Mm. when you really start to open your mind to that possibility, I am telling you guys, like I live my dream every single day. My life, it's not the people like I could do without people. It's I love my clients, though, you guys love you. But, um, (laughs) But I love my relationship With these, all these beings, and they're not just forest Hmm. beings, like I see just as many uh, cryptos, you know, lurking around, I actually one of my full body, with my physical eyes, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to see the typical nine foot, whatever you want to say, I saw around one of those lakes, because you know, all Walmarts have underground tunnels under them. But I saw them around one of those lakes at a Walmart, that was one of my best sightings. So you can live in Salt Lake City and see just as many cryptos. And I always say, hang out with me, and, you know, we'll go find them. But, I mean, they hang out a lot around the fast food restaurants. They hang a lot around a lot anywhere there's water, or they like to run the drain pipes, the real big ones, which also lead to the underground tunnels that are, you know, there's a ton under every city. So it's just really interesting. Sorry, I know I went a little off no, there. No,
0: have, have you ever been able to communicate with any of these cryptids at all? Or is there a way to communicate with them? Like directly type thing, or?
2: When I yeah. move out into this new location, I'm going to, I can do uh, mind to mind, but nobody believes that other than you. And I don't really don't care because after all it's my relationship with them, right? Not your guys. Oh, no, absolutely. My clients, absolutely. So I really don't care. But just for experimentation, I've heard, and I haven't, I haven't had this happen. I want to get one of those big, you know, pads they say you can put out with a big marker and they say, you can write them questions like my name is Kim and that, Once you have a good enough relationship with the beings in your area, they will actually start writing back. If you have the beings that are more human, like that have the dexterity and the languaging Mm -hmm. to do that, because, again, you know why people have such different experiences and they have these big arguments. And I've spoken at conferences and they're like, you're wrong, you're wrong. I don't necessarily think. A lot of people are wrong. I think we all see differently. I think we are meeting different strains of these families and different sizes and different types. And I think we're mislabeling a lot. Even I think we're mislabeling Dogman and Sasquatch. I think we're just, we're all having our own experiences and then we're arguing about other people's experiences. How can we even do that? It's not even fair. But I think when you Uh, And I'll tell you, unfortunately, of course, to build a house in a wooded lot of four acres, you have to knock down some trees. Well, they weren't very happy about that because they had a huge and I can send you guys pictures. They had a huge uh, bedding area and a blind where they hunted deer on my property. And they were like living it up before I showed up. But I told them, I said, I'm sorry. You know, I have to do this. You guys can build some more observation areas. If you want to hang out by me, I'm fine with that. You can come as close to the house as you want. I didn't really think they'd take me up on it so quick, but I can send you the new pictures where they built two new little areas, which is oh, where I've been no them. Oh, shit. And oh, so I have the before and after pictures. It's hard to argue that. Like, did the construction guys go make teepees? Did they really? Did they really right, go right. make two teepees up by my mm. – no, they didn't. And then huh. they built another one, which has those curved um, bows. I mean, I've had so uh-huh. many experiences. I actually didn't buy an 11-acre piece of property at the base – of um, Sour Town Mountain because the Sasquatch told me not to. And I really felt, well, we know there's a military base. under there. I really felt that they were warning me. They kept building me these elaborate structures and they would make these intricate tree lock gates to block me from going up the mountain. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And when I have a picture of an alien, I should have sent you guys a, a gray, an alien gray holding a probe on that property And my daughter, my youngest daughter, who's also gifted, she's more empathic, though. She kept saying, Mom, Mom, there's a man in the woods because you could hear these grays and these interdimensionals walking around. And I'm like, no, no, I don't think it's human, but we will get out of there because super creepy. And then when I was reviewing the video footage, I got this beautiful picture of a white interdimensional or Sasquatch, a black interdimensional Sasquatch, um, whatever you want to call it. And then this gray holding a probe. So I'm glad we got out of it.
0: I
1: would love, I would love, love, love I, to see that. Oh my God! Yeah. See, and that's a <laughs> thing. If you can
2: send me an email to remind me, I'll try to look for it and send
1: yeah. it to us. Yeah, I Actually, yeah, I mean that would anything to that, and I think really that's that's kind of the proof in the pudding for a lot of people that you know they they, and again, like you said, it's everybody's experiences, which is very personal and. And you know you, you leave that on the side because it is what they see. And there's some people that talk about the whole idea of um, seeing ghosts, you know, entities, for example. That uh, there's a new theory that that I heard the other day going around where, you know, well, how come it looks like my grandpa or how come it looks like my aunt that passed away? Well, it's because your mind's forming that. It's not that you're that's not necessarily not there, but it's it's showing itself in whatever light. Is the expectation to you, if that makes sense? So, is that kind of is that kind of where you know it's your your personal experience with with how you see these things necessarily?
2: My some of my experience with these creatures is so interesting because they blow themselves up. And if you want to really observe that talk to Wayne because he's experienced a lot of that, but they'll blow themselves Mm. up to look scarier than they are, bigger than they are, smaller than they are, or disguised. So there's a lot of, and and this is across the board. This isn't just interdimensionals or Sasquatch dogmen. This is uh, human spirits. This is demons. This is entities. This is, uh, we could call them aliens or beings from other planets. Uh, This is the fae. A lot of them use a lot of disguises. And I love what you said because my belief system and what I know is that most people don't want to hang around. I call this a prison planet. Don't really want to hang around too much after they die. I mean, maybe a little bit. Then they're like, I'm out of here. I mean, at least I'm going to be. But, um, <laughs> and, you know, we think, where do we get off thinking, hey, Grandma Sue on planet X, like, can you get back here right now? I miss you. I want to see you. Like, where do we get off thinking we can command uh, anything, angels, yeah. demons, yeah. sasquatch.
1: That, that control, me up, right? Guy. Right. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that at all. And you keep mentioning the interdimensional portions of it. Is that true? Because you know, we've again, we've had you know guests on that, um, and Josh and John. I think Darcy Ware is one. I can't remember the other. Uh, God, they, they were yeah. the big researchers we had in, in the group. You know, and and they were very staunch that you know it's not necessarily interdimensional. Bigfoot is a thing. He's a uh, living and breathing primitive of, of whatever they want to have you. W- what's your thoughts on that when you see these things or these things are around
2: Ooh, you? I'm so glad you asked me that question because I get to teach important and thing. So first of all, everybody's like third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, sixth dimension, eleventh dimension, dimension, yada, yada people. I'm not saying that to you guys, all <laughs> dimensions, no matter if there's a billion, a million, 20, 75,000, doesn't matter. Overlay each other. So, hmm as we raise our frequency, and some of you guys are pretty high frequency, which hopefully we'll get to because I know we're talking a lot and the show's going long. <laughs> but as you raise your frequency, you begin to match these other beings that can go in and out of frequencies. So my belief is the majority of interdimensionals, which is why I call them interdimensionals, and they can be a lot of different things, can raise and lower their frequency. So when they want to step down into the third dimension, they lower their frequency into the third dimension. And they are ah. just as we are flesh and blood. But in and I like to use Jesus as an example, even though that's a whole nother bunny trail that we don't time yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's not I go down that that the reason Jesus, you know, could walk through walls is, and still have that physicality so he could be touched by the disciples, but he could also walk through walls, you know, when he returned purportedly, was because of his frequency. He's an interdimensional being. He not only I mean they have stargates all over the entire freaking planet. I could send you guys of I think they buried them now. They've been working on them so long. Of stargates guarded by a battalion of ships, and they finally buried them because they're so – I mean, you know, the people that run our planet aren't always the smartest people. So they opened up these stargates and unburied buried them, and then they were upset because all these beings were coming through from other planets that were not positive to Earth. So then they sent a bunch of ships to guard them, and I think they're buried now. But I can send you some of those pictures if you want. Hmm. But the point is, like, we are so lied to. We are all interdimensional beings. We are so – powerful we can create we're fire creation we can create with our mind we can create with a thought we can create with a word if 10 of us could get together and really believe it we'd all be out of here this place would be amazing or we'd be gone i mean this and i think i know this is what i've seen on the timelines within the next two years there's going to be replicators in every home there we're going to have the med beds um you know, Alien is not going to be Alien. It's going to be like the Star Wars bar. You guys know what I'm talking about, where all the beans are together. Oh, yeah. Like it's not going to be. Oh, I mean, I mean, we've seen a Sasquatch. Hello, in Star Wars, right? Like we know <laughs> these beans, right? Come on now,
1: yeah. yeah the um, Wookiee. I, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I'll tell you, you know, George Lucas and all these people, they've been through Stargates. I mean, what's the secret space program? I always say I hate the term secret space program because it's never been secret. And we—and I don't really, I mean, again, another bunny trail. I mean, I've been, you know, they call it 20 and back. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but I've been 20 and back three times. And so as you begin to have these memories and you realize, oh, my gosh, they follow me around. I mean, I had an FBI agent the other day. I can send you the car taking pictures of me with his phone. They want me to know they follow me around, because they know that I've remembered who I am. And there's nobody in this entire planet or intergalactically, that can stop me, because I know who I am. I know how old I am. And I know that frequency, which we haven't even gotten to has been my thing, which is amazing that I rediscovered it. And we all have our things that we've done for millions of years that are part of the essence of our being. And so Uh when we talk about finding your purpose in life, Guys, and I'm not saying just guys to you, but your purpose in life is to remember who you are and be that. That's it. That's, that's it.
0: That's that. That's absolutely amazing. I what what a uh, what. Uh, so I've never heard of twenty and back. Uh, what what is that?
2: All right, so twenty and back is a really fun little thing that'll make you completely mental, uh, which <laughs> it basically did. Uh, it's when they take a three-year-old, five-year-old, nine-year-old, whatever age they want. And they say, oh, you're extraordinarily psychic. We couldn't memory wipe you enough. You know you're an old soul. You still retained a lot of your abilities. Let's recruit you to do missions for the lovely military. And a lot of the military that we do missions for, unfortunately, is Mars. And so 20 and back is where they um, take you and you live at, You live uh, all these years And then the age regress you to what you were when you left. So if you were three, they'll bring you in like maybe a couple minutes after they took you. So nobody would even miss you. But your mind is, even though they memory wipe you, even though they give you a bunch of drugs, which is also interesting. And we could talk about what happens to everybody at night, because if you guys would get one of those little drug test cups, on Amazon, they have them and they test for like 40 different drugs. Like they test for ecstasy, they test for cocaine, they test for, you know what I mean, like all the uh-huh. things you do a urine test. When yeah. you first get up, you would be shocked how many drugs you test for. And you'd be like, I don't do drugs. Well, that's because you're being taken at night. So it's a similar thing. It's just a special program, kind of like the MK Ultra people, which... I have a new Mm -hmm. theory. I think probably a lot of us are MK altered or all of us are. And a lot of us are taken, maybe not all 20 and back, maybe not all age regress back and forth, but I think a lot of us are being taken and used for these missions. And we're lied about the dream state and we're lied about what sleep is. And we're lied about the technology. And because I work with technology and I've created technology and I use frequency, I kind of have a better handle, uh, although it's becoming more mainstream on what's possible and what they're hiding.
1: Yeah, and honestly, that is that was one of the topics that you know was on your talking notes. I I will, well, I think all of us here at Strange Totals will say that's a rabbit hole. That that's a complete another show that could go hours and hours. Um, it was interesting you had those in the notes. I, I I think if we if you don't mind, we want to take a quick break, but we want to get back into some of the some of the other things that you did homework on when we talk about frequencies and energy. So. Are you okay shifting gears a bit, Kimberly, when we come back from break?
2: I am the premier gear shifter.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. We'll go from first to third, and, you know, hopefully we don't miss second. So, anyway, everybody, stand by.
0: Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Or look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates.
1: All right, everybody. And we are back with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Um, We left uh, you, listeners, just wanted to talk, you know, and again, like we said a little bit off air, you know, there's so many different roads that this can go down because, you know, a lot of the theories nowadays are a lot of the stuff used to be separate in certain people's eyes researchers eyes whether it's you know they study ghosts or they study cryptids or aliens and now it it seems like there's some kind of a of a singularity here some of this stuff fits together but one thing that we wanted to kind of talk about was the frequencies of energy and that's one talent that you truly do have and you actually took time to do auras on us all and so kimberly at your discretion you know if you just want to kind of give any kind of a background and and go into that that i i think I don't know. I don't know if we're ready, but let's go down that road and see what, <laughs> Nobody's see what happens. Nobody's ever
2: ready for me. What do <laughs> All right. So just really quickly, and I think a lot of people know this. We, we're more familiar with technology. I mean, how we're talking right now is because frequency uh, knows no time or distance. Energy knows no time or distance. And if you really can grasp that, it'll turn a lot of light bulbs on across the board uh, for a lot of things. But um, the way, uh, you know, we're light color and sound, which is all frequency. So, and you guys have probably, some of you been to the metaphysical fairs where they have those cameras and they take your picture, mm-hmm. um photography, which is just, um, people yeah. are like, oh, I'm purple or I'm yellow or I'm orange. It's not exactly how it works. Uh, it's kind of how it works. So, because we've come so far with technology, we now have frequency apps and I've created one and I um, write the software for another. In a, well, anyway, that's a long story, but um, that's what we're using tonight, uh, Energy Remastered. And so these beautiful um, ARA programs give us a snapshot. Now, I have found through testing tens of thousands of people all over the world, um, we have what we call first pull ARAs. So I've never pulled an ARA on you guys. So these ARAs are going to be pretty true to the core of who you are or pretty true to your current struggles. However... If I would take 10 auras in, you know, 30 minutes, they absolutely could change, especially because it's being driven through my app, which has what we call libraries, which is hundreds of thousands of items, because thoughts are a frequency so we can read your programming. We can um, read who you like and who you don't like. We can read if you're lying. We can Uh-oh. read your emotions. We can read, see, I can tell if you guys like me or don't like me if you're lying <laughs> about it. Uh, we can read if you need vitamins or minerals. We can, I mean, there's nothing we can't read, again, just to say, because everything's frequency. So when I go into the part where I do a little mini, tell you about your little mini scans, some of you guys may have similar categories and I pull different categories just to give people a smattering of an idea. So it's not me being psychic reading you. I used to have to, well, how I used to work was either pulled up the movie screens and had to flip through all those and then, you know, say what timeline you're on and read you like that. Or then this is a lot of fun, because I also practiced a long time as a medical intuitive where I actually merged with you and crawled around inside of your body. That is not fun. And it is exhausting. Yeah, and so now I have these apps and you tell me, what's going on with you so it's so much better so that's what's happening here you guys it's not me being the most wicked psychic on the planet it's you guys being brilliant and all this app is doing is interpreting the frequencies and we're just directing our attention to a certain category so that's kind of a brief explanation of what we're going to be doing here
1: interesting okay interesting Hmm.
2: I don't know if that made any sense. So, no, yeah, no, our, no, absolutely. Our first victim <laughs> is—I uh, pulled. and You guys have these, right? You have the Auras. Yeah. So I, I pulled, pulled yeah. um, Josh's aura, and Josh, I was like super impressed. As a matter of fact, I was so impressed with your aura. I sent it to my super psychic daughter that sees ghosts all the time, and she was like, "There's no way." So I don't know who you are, but you're pretty amazing. Because and I'll tell you oh, why. Thanks. Because. Your aura, I mean, I don't know you. Do we know each other? Like we don't, right? No. Your aura is super expanded. So to me, uh, that's a super actualized person. It's well, and it's true for anyone who has a super expanded aura. It's someone who uh, pretty much knows, you know, who they are. They like who they are. They like kind of where they're at right now. You are like a wicked, you actually have a couple really strong gifts. Um, You are a great communicator, but you are also a natural healer you have the ability and I don't know if you know this or you do this or you're associated with this but if you don't honestly and I didn't even look this deep but I'm kind of reading you deeper now you actually I believe have healing touch so I believe you can physically lay your hands on animals plants people whatever and actually move energy clear Mm -hmm. energy or bring high level energy in
1: Josh every Um, time you touch me man I told you I told you you (laughs) put a little spring in your step (laughs) a little bit
2: Oh, gosh. Okay. So, um, again, just super balanced. You're balanced left to right, which means masculine and feminine are balanced. You're just kind of a chill dude. Like, you're just kind of chill, but you're very, very, very uh, balanced. I'm also going to say you're what we call medium to high frequency, which on a first pole aura is just, like, shocking because usually we see more of a Shane aura on our first pole oh. mm. <laughs> Uh-oh.
3: Well, we did some numerology a while back or something, and it said something about me always wanting to be right. I don't remember exactly what that was, Shane, but uh, (laughs) it was similar down that road. (laughs) This plays into me wanting to win.
2: Oh, you wanting to win. Okay. So talking about some other things, let me look at my um, notes. So again, I'm just looking at, this is not me. uh, This is me looking at the app and what came up on you. So one of the things I'd recommend for you though, um, so you always have to be positive and constructive. Um, you have a lot of entities and attachments and I imagine maybe, I don't know, do you guys like investigate the paranormal? Do you go weird like dark, weird, we, mysterious, creepy places? We try. Uh,
3: yeah. From time to time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: I would say you either and I don't know how clean, I didn't look at your house or your land, uh, but it could be there, but um I really think you need to be more um Conscious of uh, clearing entities and attachments. I mean, I always say you walk out of your house. I mean, I still have to clear entities and energies. So that could just be you like need your nighttime or I don't know when you take a shower, morning shower, whatever you do. Um, Some of the things that came in for you was some issues. I hope you guys think about um, with abundance or as we know it here, money. Um, And some suggestions to bring in more money to your life would be, oh, and by the way, also, how did I pick out of all the categories? Um, He, each person told me what categories it wanted to, like you wanted to work on first. So this is in order of what you called in for this reading. Um, So a little bit of clarity might be needed around finances, um, possibly um, cleaning, cleaning maybe a garage, attic, house, cleaning and simplifying and organizing and getting rid of old things always brings uh, kind of room for the new flow of money to come in. Um, Under Kind of understanding what true wealth is and thinking about if that matches, like if you're kind of where you want and what your values are. You know, not everybody values money. Some people want to quit their jobs. Some people value freedom. Um, And just being in in gratitude and doing a little more self-evaluation. Again, I think one of your weaknesses I think you're so balanced generally and kind of a laid back, fun guy that you don't always um, you're just generally basically kind of content. So you don't always do the evaluation that I think would really benefit you in areas that you're wanting to grow in or change. Is there any Hmm. feedback on any of those comments?
3: Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty laid back most of the time. (laughs) that's that's all you got josh
0: i mean i i just just knowing josh i think some of that resonates with me just hearing what you're saying i'm like yeah okay i guess that kind of makes sense and maybe with like the the entities or something that i don't know about follow but like your house is a, a bit weird. Yeah. 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 I think there's something. It's also that... a bit messy. So the cleaning thing.
3: Uh, <laughs> falls <laughs> resonates there. too. Yeah,
2: I actually saw that, but I wasn't going to say that. Cause <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out like that. Okay. Do you have any animals? Uh, yeah. Okay. So can I, some things came up for your animals. Can talk about that. Sure. Okay. So I don't know which one I didn't look deep or cause I want to get to the other guys too, but um, one of, and you may know this like intuitively, one of your animals is an open portal. <laughs> so, you one of your animals at least maybe uh have like personality changes, or you may see unusual behavior, uh, or um, you know, like if something comes through an animal and then like stands beside it, that's where you're going to see the looking at or the um, you know, response to that. Also, one of your animals, probably the same one, is an old what we call an old soul, so it's not an animal. At least one of your animals is not an animal, it is definitely possessed. In a positive way by um, a higher frequency type being. Um,
1: I don't know what happy you're. Happy Tuesday. D- Wait, what's what? that? I said happy Tuesday. You know. Know. Best news you this got. This is not
3: the worst news I've gotten in an interview. I mean, come on.
2: <laughs> That's not bad. Um There's an uneven energy exchange going on. So I don't know if you're not giving your, I would guess that means you're not giving your animals enough attention. Naughty, naughty, naughty. I'm an animal lover. So just make it more, a little more of an effort because I feel like your animals give more to you than you give to them. Emotion, like kind of focused attention, emotional, especially obviously if one isn't an animal, like it's going to need a little more attention. And then I don't know what you're feeding your animals, but your animals are requesting a little better nutrition. So sorry, that was just a little side thing. (laughs) On your animals. That's and funny. And they've been really strong, so I had to tell you.
3: <laughs> we just upgraded them from the cheapest cat food at the grocery store to like the Kirtland brand stuff, which I thought Ooh-hoo. was better. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: gonna send you. I'm gonna send uh to your guys' email address. I'm gonna send a recommendation for uh something to sprinkle on their food, and I think yeah. they stop complaining about that. Oh, anyway. Cool. All right, I mean, so they so- eat
3: enough of it that I'm kind of surprised they complain, but.
1: <laughs>
2: well, the nutrition isn't horrible, but they're still requesting a little better than whatever you're doing now. So your animals are very demanding, apparently.
3: Yes, All right, I right, but off- a butler to them.
2: <laughs> we're going off your animals. A couple more things for you. Uh, lavender oil really resonates with you. I know it's not a manly thing, but um, if you're ever really stressed, like maybe a lavender, if you don't want to do like, you know, the lavender oil on, maybe diffuse it, maybe a candle. Um, also... Mm, you're pretty good i'm just looking oh a couple things about um in general about your home and your land i did i didn't I, I forgot i pulled it up on you there's actually a really really high level light portal that's present on your land and there's also a light portal present in your home um hmm. and it, it looks like you or someone you live with um possibly even one of your animals um opened up these portals so that's not a bad thing kind of interesting i thought um
3: what is a light portal
2: Oh, it's a portal that is exclusive. So here's a portals in 30 seconds. So there can be a neutral portal, which means anything can come through. There can be restricted portals. So only certain um, beings or family of beings or certain planet beings can come through. There can be a dark portal where only um, beings below a certain frequency that are not so nice can come through. There can be a light portal where only beings above a certain frequency that are like light can come through. So
3: Well, that's good to
2: know. Are you in your (laughs) house right now? Yeah. I'm just kind of looking at the energy. Yeah. So, yeah, you have some, I really, really think you need to do like a curry pot or something in your house because your house isn't that bad. It just needs that little kick. And everybody's like, sage, sage, no, no, honey, no, no. We don't sage. Sage is only for the very weakest and lowest level entities. But a curry pot is really nice.
1: It's basically
2: your house would smell like an Indian restaurant. You run it for three days. You get like a little uh, fondue pot or a crock pot, fill it with water, dump a bunch of curry power in it, and just keep adding water. Like don't let it go dry and unplug it if you're away from home so you don't like start a fire because no. that really cools <laughs> your house. Qu- but question, um, question. What it does is it really saturates your house and – um, pretty much clears out, not even so much like I don't even think there's a ton of beans there. You have like pockets of like dense energy that tend to go, they actually go in the corner. See, I can see them. They actually go in your corners and to the floor. They hang out in the corners. They hang out in like weird spaces. And it just kind of brings down the vibe of your home a little bit. But
3: well, I'm in my upstairs, which is basically a converted attic. So it's all a weird space up here because it's all these sharply angled <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ceilings and.
2: Yeah. Still, curry pot.
1: So, Kimberly, I got a question with the curry real quick. Is it okay. because of just the, the boldness and of of what curry is? Is is that why it kind of expels that kind of thing? or
2: Well, curry is actually, if you look it up, it's actually a number of spices, not just one. So each spice has a frequency. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the combination, you know, the greater, you know, one thing is good, but sometimes combos are more powerful. They've just found that. It just drives kind of dense energy and lower level to medium level spirits just – they just kind of don't like it
1: interesting
3: Hmm. okay good thank you um and also would making it like a three-day slow curry cook so i can eat the remnants later on anything
1: of that
2: that? yeah i have no issue with that
1: way to think out of the box josh you know what What? kill two birds one stone why not right yeah
2: a couple more things for you just that i think is really important i i'm not really tickled i'm a natural object of course i'm not really Super thrilled with your diet. You're super acidic. So I just think you need to eat a little or a lot more alkaline. So just think about it. Um, most men are like, no, uh, because like fungal wise, like candida, you're pretty high um, and your adrenals are eh, decent, but they're starting to get stressed. And I think that's partly because of the heavy fungal load. Uh, you also have a number of parasites. Everybody with animals has parasites. Just be aware. And you could do a parasite cleanse if you wanted to. Um, and a little bit of bacteria and to see if anything else jumps out because I want to get to the other oh. Um, you're yeah, I talked about your animals. Okay. Um that's it. That's my
1: interesting. Interesting.
3: What oh. is the parasite of, cleanse? Is that
2: you can just you can Google just like an herbal I would do an herbal parasite cleanse and just take a couple bottles. It'd probably really it'd probably give you more energy to be honest, looking at you and what's going hmm. on. Hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, this uh, I found one on Zuma Nutrition. Toxin helps kill the adult larva and egg stages to restore gut health.
2: There you go. Gut
0: health. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, you two who know me know I could probably use that. We. I think all
0: three of us could use a little gut health. <laughs> I, I think absolutely, yes.
2: <laughs> Can I do, John?
0: Please. I'm nervous and excited.
2: No, no, no. So this is another... I was shocked again. I thought this was just like a super impressive. I don't know. I think it's because you guys are seekers probably that makes you more expanded. You're just like more expanded being than like average Joe, like your average next door neighbor, like, Hey, pass mm-hmm. me a beer and I'll watch some football. Like, I think you guys are like thinkers and seekers and it really shows in your art. It's super expanded. Um, again, one thing I really like about you is I think you're actually highly intuitive. Hmm. highly intuitive Hmm.
0: sometimes i sometimes i i think so sometimes there's weird thing interesting things that happen that i'm like oh i totally here's
2: where i think you're not standing in it i don't think you've spoken it out loud enough to bounce it to get that cycle this is my number one psychic tip for how to be more psychic speak it like even if you sound stupid say there's gonna be like a car crash and we turn the next corner like that sounds so stupid but if you never say that out loud and get that kickback, that affirmation, like if I didn't write Michelle and say, "Oh my gosh, do you know if Shane?" This is exactly what I said to her. Do you know if Shane was in the military? He's got military vibes, like freaking coming all off him, like crazy. When I looked at his picture, and she's like, "I don't know. I just schedule fun guests for them." But <laughs> <So, laughs> I, mean, I mean, I have that proof that prior, you know. And so you have to. I mean, I could have sounded really stupid. She could have been like. No, he's like a baker, you you dummy. But you have to be afraid, especially at first, to be wrong. And so my challenge to you personally is I am telling you, I am a highly developed psychic and you are super psychic. You need to be able to say, I am super psychic. But the only way I think you're going to be is by when you go, you know, investigate places or when you remote view, like I want you to be bolder and more confident and not say, oh, that's just my imagination. Or I think I want you to know. And the way you're going to know is with that feedback loop. You know what I'm saying?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely will. Interesting. Wow. wow. Hmm.
2: I'm also going to say the first thing that hit me when I, I did, I walked into your energy field. I didn't merge with your body. So I didn't violate anything.
1: <laughs> good to know?
2: into your energy field. I just have to say this and I hope I'm not telling like some state secret don't worry, it's nice. I just thought, oh my God, what a sweetheart. Like you are the sweetest, kindest man. We oh my say God. that, we say that all the time. That's not a secret. I can
0: be, yeah. Uh, I yeah. Thank no, you. No,
2: really, you have like this heart of like it's so like it almost makes me cry. Like, seriously, like you have a heart of gold. Like the kindness, just the frequency of kindness is it was touching. I just have to commend you. You know, I don't know what you know what made you that way or if that's like the essence of your being but just an incredibly kind person and mm. i just wanted to you know affirm that that it was very very obvious um that's cool um,
1: yeah
2: um some things like that would make you feel better because like right now out of all three of you your energy what we call life force energy is actually the lowest and, um, you're deficient in, um, D3K2, which a lot of people are, obviously we don't, we're not all living in wise, you know, drinking margaritas on the beach, mm-hmm. but patch MD has patches. I'm telling you, you know, slap on a patch for two months, you know, spring for 25 bucks and slap on a patch every other day or every day. You're going to be a new man. Like D3K2 has so much to do with like optimism and mood and energy and the way you view things, um, uh-huh. even could enhance your psychic abilities, also, um, you're really low in vitamin C. Obviously, when we see that, we start worrying a little bit about the immune or that, you know, something's coming on. And of course, in these days of, you know what, we don't like to see low um, vitamin C. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well,
2: um, I'm trying to think what else I'm to say. I'm trying to talk fast. No, no, you're, you're, yeah, fine. no you're, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Oh, no, they're going like, to slam off my mic. No, okay. There's, so there's I, no I just have to say, even though I just gave you that lecture, I didn't remember that this came up because I didn't really look at what came up on you. But what's so interesting, one of the strongest things that came up on you is that I am not clearly heard. So, again, I don't think it's that when you speak, people don't listen. I don't think you speak. I think there is this bastion of this old soul wisdom. And, like, you have a lot to contribute and a lot to give and a lot to say. And you just aren't saying it. So when I say I don't think you're heard, it's not that your friends are loved ones don't listen to you it's that you're here to talk you're here to share you're like an incredible human being like a man above men and i know i sound stupid but you really are like i can see your spirit we need to hear what you have to say does that make sense
0: uh yeah i think so i mean (laughs) i think you're a natural leader it's, it's hard to talk good about yourself, kind of like, oh, yes, totally. That's, that's definitely, I want you
2: to practice you know, but- that, too, because our power is in all that bullshit that we're not allowed to say. I'm fucking amazing. It's just bullshit. Like, you are fucking amazing. I am seeing you, like, below the human skin, and you are an old soul. You have been a leader. Exactly. You've been a knight. You've been a king. You've been... We've also been women, but we will not get into that. <laughs> but ah.
1: you've,
2: you've been like, yeah, exactly, a leader. Like, but you know what's incredible? Some leaders are leaders, and they have that role. Uh-huh. But you earned it. Like, you are consistent with the qualities of a good leader and a worthy, you know, man to follow. Like, like I said, I was pretty. I suppose you guys were super interesting. So- and again, you know, when you're One of the things I think you feel some shame around, and I don't want you to, because there is a righteous anger. And so there are things that you get really, really angry about, but because you're such a good man, and you are, you don't always express your anger. And that anger unexpressed, especially when it's righteous, which it usually is with you, will eat you up, and it's going to manifest in physical disease. So again, I don't even think you, I mean, I'm not sure you could harm a fly, In a good way. But in the past, I'm telling you, you harmed way more than flies. Like there is a part of you that is just this. You guys know what I mean by like a just king that's like off with his head. And like those heads really do need to come off. That's like you. Mm -hmm. Like you would never be have misappropriated anger. So there is a righteous anger. And I want you to be able to own that uh, and express that. And the fear to me is the programming, keeping you small and not letting you rise in this lifetime fully embodying that that just huge, beautiful, kind, but just natural leader that you are.
1: So can I interject real quick, Kimberly, on that? Yeah. So, John, do you remember sitting around your backyard at the fire and we decided to do numerology? Yeah. Because that's exactly what that said.
0: That is. <laughs> just saying. Is what just want to throw yeah. my
1: two cents out there. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Huh. And I'm, I'm just going to throw this in. If you ever do like a soul regression, this isn't true for everybody. You know how everybody's like, well, like if you're a woman, you're like, oh, I was Cleopatra. You really are many actual recognizable people in history. You are like, like, I'm like a little honored to like bump <laughs> into you. We probably do know each other actually, <laughs> because you are like mighty. Like I'm, a, you, you're very old.
0: I've I've definitely been told that I've had an old soul for. I've I've heard that actually for a long time, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, I don't really know what that means. But all right, thanks, (laughs) move on. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) wow, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: that's that's awesome.
2: But but we're not moving on anymore, right? We're gonna own all that. I mean, it's Mm. just, I mean, it's a shame that we get so memory wiped that we forget who we are because. You know, Mm. you guys all know, and I know, if we would have that memory, we would have made different choices, possibly romantic partnership, jobs, careers, hobbies, Mm. uh, financial decisions. Like if you really know the fullness of who you are and the power of who you are, it drives everything in a positive way. Yeah. So I don't want you to be, you, it's your kindness (laughs) that makes you so modest, but you're really not a modest man. You're a good man. And if you... Really believe that and can hold that, then it's okay to bring all those other mighty parts of you forward.
0: Cool. I've, yeah. That's <laughs> all you gotta say.
2: You guys better hold him accountable after this. Don't I let know, him right? slip back into like the shadows. Like, he's, yeah, bring him forward. We what, need him. What John say really-
1: during all that? Oh, he said, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's almost a lot to take in a little bit. Yeah. Wow. Um, definitely. That's nice to hear. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of just a lot to take in all like all at once. I'm like, all right. All right like, hmm. I mean, yeah, I think I'm a good I'm a good dude. And um,
2: no, no, no. Wait, wait. We're gonna practice. I know I'm a good dude.
0: <laughs> I know I'm a good dude. There you
2: go. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is this Stuart Smalley? Small affirmations.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Talk on it. People like me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But no, no I, uh,
2: I do big affirmations actually, and I, I just want to end with one thing. I did peek at your chakras before I move on, and um yeah, uh your throat chakra is closed down. So again, I want you. I, like we need to hear the world. Like we need you now. Like hmm. I don't care that you haven't spoken a lot till now, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: we
2: need to start talking.
0: Okay. Interesting. All right.
1: Yeah. That, there's. You know homework, John.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm definitely taking all this in and. Um, like taking you know taking it in and taking it seriously. So I mean I, I'll definitely take that advice hmm. and heed that for sure. Um,
2: Gosh, I once want to start calling you like, um, King John. I think you guys <laughs> should start calling him King John.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: You hear that, guys?
2: <laughs> I agree.
1: will change. I'll, yeah, we'll change it on the podcast. Uh,
0: it'll be an host.
2: Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's King like,
0: John to you too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there, I like that. See, there's that authority we can It's it's,
0: it's already coming. Yeah. I
2: awesome. don't know what we're going to do with Shane, guys. I don't know what. We're
0: oh gonna my do with him. god, here we go. Yeah, let's let's hear what you got.
2: <sighs> gosh. Um, I don't even know what to say about. I don't even know what to say about you. Shane, you you carry like oh my god, so much like freaking trauma. Oh my gosh, like let it go. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you, I don't remember what movie this was in, but you guys might've seen it. But this is my favorite thing. And I like, in some really hard times in my life, and I was carrying a lot of like trauma around. I remember this, like, it was like some guys like climbing up this mountain and he's got all these chains and dragging all this stuff behind him. And he's like halfway up and he's like falling down, he's slipping down in the mud. And the guy behind him is like, what are you doing? Let's just lose the freaking chains. And he like chops it off and like all the burden falls off. And the guy scrambles up the mountain. So Shane, I think you are highly intelligent. I think you are like super, like kind of, mm, you can't game you, but you can game, but you could game a gamer. Like you are so savvy and like smart, but you hold yourself back. I'm almost going to use the word guilt, but it's false guilt. It's like, stuff that you should have left the fuck behind like ages ago. Like Mm. just like, just draw a line in the sand. Like, I don't care if it's tonight or tomorrow, like just draw a line and just say no more and do the thing where you look in the mirror and I've had to do this. And if you have to do it for the rest of your life, do it for the rest of your life and look in the mirror in the morning and say, I forgive you. I forgive you because it's not about other people forgiving you. It's you forgiving yourself and you are so hard on yourself. You don't, you've never been perfect. I hate to tell you, you're also old and you don't have to be perfect. These men, your brothers, they love you. Like I can see it. Like you guys are a bond and they love you. And you guys don't expect him to be perfect. No, right.
0: Of course not. I'm the so only I perfect want, want you to, to like, <laughs>
2: let that shit go. <laughs> and, I mean, is
3: only for the king.
2: <laughs> only for the king. And actually, this this tribe that you guys have, and I think there's some other people in it too. It, it's good. You guys have known each other many, many times. This is these are trusted people. Like hmm. if you guys don't let your guard down with each other, which you don't all the way, I want you to go deeper with each other. I want you to hold each other more accountable. I want you to call each other up to higher heights and, you know, challenge each other. Because sometimes I think you guys kind of wallow in the the middle and and you kind of do some of that. But you guys are almighty, mighty, amazing men. And you have a high calling on your hearts and your souls. And it's time to step up again. And you are like wicked, incredible, but your lack of forgiveness and you're carrying that trauma your physical body and in your energy field is like it—it it like doesn't give you good solid ground to stand on. And so, just when things get good, just when they get really good, and you're going up to that higher place, it's like you won't light yourself. You won't. You self sabotage. And I just want you to stop hmm. because all this black and white like stuff we have here—it it's only on this planet. Like we've all done the worst things that are old souls and we've all done the best things. And I just want you to let it go. And the the bad decisions, you weren't that person you are now. You can choose who you want to be. You can choose to be somebody completely different Um, or the same. There's nothing wrong with you now. There never was. Stop labeling your past decisions. That was shameful. That was bad. That was wrong. I want you to stop using that self-talk languaging and putting this judgment on yourself. You would never be as hard on any other person on this earth as you are on yourself.
1: Oh, ah, okay.
2: Sorry. I, I no, no, no
1: I, I I don't know what to say about that. I mean, I I, I kind of know what you're talking about. I I just yeah, very um hmm, very enlightening. Yeah, okay. Interesting.
2: See, the problem is. The more I sit in your guys like presence, like we could like do this on that. I'd be like, Oh wait, I see something else. Let's go there. Like, cause like it, it like open, like you guys like open, like you let down your guard and I can see more, you know, and connect with you more, but it, it's also harming you a lot of how you process like your standards. It's just, I don't even know if I've ever seen anyone with standards as high as yours um, for yourself, but it puts, it's a really big toll on your adrenal glands. But you're very, very, okay. So you are like a warrior spirit. Like you, when you came out like in sound and light, you have always been a warrior where John has always been like a leader king as, as far as, you know, stereotypes, I guess we would say, but you are 100% warrior and there is nothing shameful about that. And don't ever, ever let anyone in any lifetime on any planet make you ashamed because you've been one of the most brilliant most cunning most ruthless warriors that any realm any dimension has ever seen and that's what's so beautiful about you Hmm.
1: i will make a note of that that is is, i don't know i again with john with john i don't know what to say that's ah, very interesting Hmm. okay yeah
2: I'll be quiet. I think wow. that's no, 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 that,
1: that's, well, that's, that's, that's amazing. You, these no, things just like, set you, us you you back start, a bit, you
0: know? Yeah. You just start like self-reflecting a little bit and then you're like, kind of lost. Like I was lost in my head a little bit, like yep. self-reflecting and then like Absolutely. thinking. And then it's like, Oh wait, I have to say something. Oh, uh. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. And when you, when you talk about trauma and again, without getting into the weeds, I, I exactly know what you're talking about, but it is tough and it is hard. And, so you know that that it just yeah you know, it just it rings a bell with me. Let's let's say but that's that. why I, that's I want
2: it. you to take like this physical ritual action. Like just try it. Like just try it in the morning when you get up. I mean, like I almost made you cry because it was really helpful to me at different phases of my life. Just doing that ritual. I mean, even reach out and touch the mirror. I forgive you, like eye to eye. You're talking to you, and that's all that really matters. Hmm. It doesn't matter if someone's passed It doesn't matter if that relationship is broken. It doesn't matter if it can't be undone. It. it's the past. I forgive you. And then build using all your beautiful, beautiful characteristics that you came into the world with the essence. This is the essence of who you guys are. It's not a temporary thing. It's not, you know, from 50 to 60 or 30 to 40 or 20 to 30. And then you change. This is like, like, that's what I can do is see down to the marrow. see your spirit. Like it's so, that's what I love to do. Like I wish people could see how beautiful and powerful they are. And I just hate and I really resonate with you because I'm going to tell you for 43 years, I lived like you with guilt and with trauma and with oh, beating myself up and and wishing things were different and trying to push it. And you do, you do a good job. You do what I did. You are very good at isolating it and, and, you know, succeeding in spite of it. But if you let this go, oh my God, Shane, come on, anything you want, you know, this sky's the limit.
1: Do I like ponies? Can I ask that question? Is that on your thing or no?
2: You like ponies? Uh, here, here's I'm a good opportunity like me to talk up. about choice. You're so, I don't, right. of course, I don't tell you what you like. You get to choose. And you can choose again. And, and that's so beautiful. That's another thing. So what? You know, so what? I chose a horrific, abusive husband 25 years ago. Guess what? I chose again. And I built the most rewarding, amazing life. And so what we, you know, screw up yesterday it's a new day. We get to choose again. So if you like ponies, you go for ponies. You know, <laughs> you don't like ponies, don't pick them. You know, you get to choose, and and we will fail. Even though we're we're these old beings, that our memories coming back, and we're powerful, we're still going to make wrong choices, and we're you know some of our enterprises are going to fail. We're going to make things. Oh, I didn't like this as much as I think I did, but we're just not taught that we have this fluidity and this flow and this ability in all of you here have the ability to change course and change direction successfully. Hmm.
1: So that was one of the questions when you were done, uh, Kimberly, that I would personally was going to ask is just, you know, because I mean, we, you know, and and I'll wear my heart on my sleeve a little bit, boys, with you, you know, Um, I'm actually a transplant. I moved to Salt Lake, uh, what, three years ago, a little bit over. Um, and, and I met John and Josh just when I moved here. I didn't know them prior. And John and Josh have been friends for a long, long time. Um, I don't know. We just clicked and we decided to do this and this thing's working and it's fun. And it, this is like our recreational, especially in the times of COVID when we, we can't see each other or we can't you know do our explorations like we want to. Um, and I think you mentioned it, but th- it seems like we're fitting together Jenga-wise, I, I guess, as far as what we – kind of who we are loosely –
3: Hasn't fallen over yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love, I love, it. <laughs> I love I love, I love you. You're hilarious. And you know what I was going to say? I, I didn't want to say it because um, I didn't want you to take it in a wrong way. But I was looking at some of your past lives and you have literally been like, I hope you don't get mad. I almost want to close my computer. You've been like a court jester. You are like <laughs> that total straight face. like, And then you just have them like rolling. But... You've also been involved in like political distractions. You're really interesting. There's a lot to you too. Mm. You guys all have so many sides. It's really cool. But, um, but I love, you know what I love most about you because I have a hard time. You can hold center and, uh, you actually help because Shane actually doesn't hold center really well. So I think you've been really good for him because you just hold such a nice center. Um,
3: it's because I yell at him to look at Google Calendar all the time. I know <laughs> <Exactly>. you absolutely <laughs> do. See,
2: there you go. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Use your appointment calendar, you son <laughs> of a bitch. That is spot on right there.
2: No, but you three, I'm telling you. So we think like there's all these like coincidences. There are no, I'm telling you. Once you learn how things work and you see the like underbelly, and you guys can go view some of this if you do remote viewing, but and you can go view the Matrix computer, but there are no coincidence is the matrix and a lot of them are to trigger us and harm us but also there's benevolent beings some of us you know our soul family some of us you know beings even like the sasquatch and other interdimensionals that they intercede and they're like oh my gosh these guys knew each other you know they were you know in different ways we're gonna it's time like the world needs them we need to bring them together and they're showing me like a pyramid like a triangle you guys like perfectly balance each other and and a podcast is not a small thing I mean, you can, you guys know this probably already, but I mean, I've had my life altered by, you know, speeches and TED talks and YouTube videos and podcasts and books. And I'm sure you guys have as well. And it's a mighty, mighty thing. It doesn't matter if you have 50 listeners or 500,000, it's still, it touches hearts. It changes Mm -hmm. energy. It elevates. And, you know, it's so funny because Michelle's like, you're going to love these guys. And I do. I love you guys. Like I can feel your beautiful passionate tender spirits and and it's a such a great solid thing when the three of you come together you guys can do anything
1: wow awesome thank you i'm I'm blushing over here you know
0: god wow (laughs) this is yeah well we love you too kimberly yep absolutely no this is the best i've (laughs) felt in a long time
2: i love that <laughs> yeah
3: i'm still trying to figure out which one of my cats is the turncoat <laughs> <You're> gonna, <laughs> you know, that's what i
0: do it
2: yeah i love it you're
0: gonna have to change years, it yeah is it joe ingles it's probably it's got to be it's, joe ingles. it's got to be joe because busy sits
3: here in this chair behind me all day long God i just
2: me. love they complained about their food like i love that so much i love animals i have like 10 dogs you guys and i love them
1: well, that's yeah. how you got to do it, Josh. Just feed them both different like <laughs> foods and then see which one throws a bowl at you. That, yeah, no kidding. That
3: mystery. Well, they probably learned complaining about food from me because I'm a pretty picky eater.
1: <laughs> I'm not. <obsessed. laughs> Likewise. Yeah, exactly. Man, Kimberly, it, 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 it's it, so it's been fantastic. And I, and I think don't mistake our lack of words for not being just very just enthusiastically interest because it's been amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, it's
0: definitely me. Like yeah, my lack of words is because I'm trying to take everything you're saying and like really resonate it within me. Right. How does it work? What, what do you, you know, and you,
1: you hit the trauma thing on the head and it is a thing. And, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Kind of, kind of sets us all back. I think uh, a bit, um, So with that being said, Kimberly, I I guess, you know, do you have anything? Number one, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for doing the work. Thank you for doing the readings. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything on your side to promote or anything we can help you with? Because it seems like you've helped us tremendously just in the last like 20 minutes.
2: Oh, you're so kind. It's just um, my YouTube video, Kimberly McGeorge. Um, You can Google me. Been on a lot of things. Um, My website, Secret to Everything, if I resonate. You know, right, support at kimberlymcgeorge.com. If you have questions, we have a bunch of free gifts. We're, you know, kind of changing them up, but I uh, would love to get to know you guys. Would love to listen to your stories. Would love to meet your needs. Um, and really, I mean, we're just, you know, we do a lot of deprogramming. We're getting into, we're helping people remember. I'm really about um, empowerment. I really want you guys, you know, as a whole, as an audience, to remember who you are and your full abilities and then step forward in boldness and and have fun. you know, create this amazing life and, you know, light up the world. So we can, like I said, either get out of here, let's just change it. Let's just change it now. Like, what are we waiting for?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Well said. Well said. So fantastic. John, Josh, you got anything on your side, any follow-ups? Um, yeah, no, man.
0: but just thank you so much for spending your evening with us and um, enlightening us, and that was really interesting and fun and um, and just cool. Yeah, yeah. so I appreciate oh, you I'm taking me so the happy.
2: Time. I hope maybe like you'll invite me back. Like maybe we can talk about some more stuff sometimes. Absol- yeah, oh absolutely. yeah,
1: absolutely. No, I I, I think we just kind of touch a tip of the iceberg with a lot of the topics, and so you know we you know by all means going down to the rabbit hole. I, I think that that uh, that is well yeah. in the future. I will say. Yeah, we we. Definitely yeah, you yeah, know, we could do next
2: invite. time, you guys. This would be fun. We could see which one of you are in the secret space program. How fun would that be?
1: Oh, that, that wouldn't yeah, be I, fun I, at I all wanna because know. I don't want to know. <laughs> <John's> <laughs> like, I want to know. I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> it's amazing. No, thank you very much, Kimberly. If you want to just stay online so we can do some thank yous uh, Gosh, uh, sure. after the recording and we'll go from there. Listeners, that was uh, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your energy and your love. And uh, looking forward to it again.
2: Thank you, guys. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, so, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, everybody. Um,
2: that I'm was, a little perturbed, <laughs> Yeah,
0: that was interesting. That was really cool. Like, I felt bad when I was just like, cool. I know. Yeah, it's like, damn it, John. I, that's I don't like, have anything
1: to say right now.
0: <laughs> that's all you mustered. But um, some of that stuff, like, I've, I've kind of heard before. Um, like, I... I don't know. Like I've, I've had multiple people be like, Oh, you have an old, such an old soul and stuff. And coming from some people, like when I, like I heard that a lot when I was a kid and uh, you know, I was like, okay, all right, whatever, whatever that means. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting. I've heard that a lot. And then I've, my friend's mom, like used to read like playing cards
2: and she says,
0: and she actually was like, said that like the reason I'm so like nice, and kind or whatever is because of like some of my past lives and stuff like that. So that's, and the, I got that reading when I was like 16.
1: Kind of describes um, your own souls a bit. Like, you know, you've, you've been through this and you've kind of learned and yeah, layered. Which and, So you know. when,
0: when Kim was saying that, you know, I was like, dang, I, I, I mean, I have heard this exact same thing before. Um, I don't think everybody in the world thinks I'm, so nice and kind of you know? well <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah
3: i mean uh i've heard the old soul thing at a time or two myself and it's almost always followed up with you're not ready to hear what i have to tell you which i'm always like um great
1: then why'd you bring it up yeah right exactly <laughs> exactly but, no but, and i think the same thing you know and and i you know we don't have to go personal on this but I I was kind of taken aback with mine because when she talks about that, I don't know. I never considered it trauma, but there's just been, you know. I literally have been, man. I I I guess really at the end of the day, yes, I could have been better. I could have made a better choice in that. Yes, I could have. Like I constantly am doing that all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't. I evidently that's a setback according to Kimberly. So, well, I mean, there's you know. a difference between, like, a critical
3: evaluation of whatever just happened in your life and learning from it and letting go and, like, constantly Biting nitpicking each, yeah. yourself to death, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that yeah. balance I'm trying to – I'm still trying to find, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, you yeah. need a little dash of my arrogance. <laughs> that, that's just really what it – because that's one thing. <laughs> I, I can't – And I, a, a nice so sense hard. of a fucking, eh, good enough.
0: Yeah, you need to well, be
3: more holding the center like me, where I'm just like, eh, and then it's
0: fine. Yeah, I have a hard time like talking good about myself, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, I like, can't do that because like there's this balance. Like, God, he's full of himself. You know, how so,
1: egotistical can this asshole be? When that she was saying
0: that, that, the nicest things about me, I'm like, this is the nicest things anyone's ever said about me i was just like <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm an all right guy i guess yeah i mean you should sure not a out the shit i guess
1: tori get in here listen to what she's saying about <laughs> yeah, me Tory, right now you need to hear this right now
3: <laughs> yeah no uh i'm the same i think maybe it's like just part of the time and place i grew up you know what i mean like and yeah. the music i listened to at the time but it was all anti like talking yourself up and acting like a fucking like yeah. a whole douche arrogant cocky thing. jerk you know yeah. and more of being yep. a little bit humble and a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think there's a
0: difference between being, uh, confident in yourself and, you know, be, be- Loving and, yourself, and, and, or and, and arrogant. I, I think there's a and fine arrogant. There. Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah. arrogance. There's a difference. There's like a there's there's a difference between those two. Like,
1: so let's pick on this a little bit. You know what she was talking about. you yeah, And again, I you know hopefully I didn't you know overstep bounds there, John, on your side. You know because I remember being in the backyard and you know I was like, hey, check this out. And it just seemed know. to fit you a bit. But you well, know when yeah, you talk that, about that, being that. a when you talk about being a leader. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, like Napoleon says he was a fucking leader. Well, he wasn't a leader. He was just a sort off little prick that yelled louder than everybody else. You mm-hmm. don't have to yell to have people to follow you. Sometimes you have that soft voice, and you can just you have that natural thing, and not mm-hmm. to you know stroke your whatever, but you have that, and I've seen that since I met you. You just have that way about you where you just kind of you guide through life, and it leads you where you need to be, and that's that's a good thing. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. not prevalent. But it's there, and I don't yeah. know if Joss wants to agree with me. But that—that's what I, you know, since I've known you, that—that's kind of what I, what I've seen. Yeah,
0: and honestly, I I, 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 agree. It's just hard for me to agree because I don't want like, oh, look at me, you know, I'm like, a leader, I'm so yes. great, I won know? the trophy, right? right. So it's well, like, yeah, I'm never gonna, I like, and I mean, I don't know. But, I, I guess I should own it a little more, but. Definitely yeah. find that fine line of owning it and not being a complete. Yes, asshole. you should, Your Highness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, actually, and I, I do appreciate that. It's it's Your Highness from now on. You, I'll, I'll, uh, accept, I'll accept. Me, Lord. Do I need to you get your
1: little knee stool where you, you lean on that shit when somebody kisses but, your ring?
3: I mean, honestly, I think probably this is true for all of us, but we're all the type of people that it is hard to hear really good things for whatever reason. Whether it's because we're just uncomfortable with it, because we didn't get it a lot growing up. Or we're waiting for the other shoe to fall because of past experiences or, you know, like being used to a compliment sandwich or something. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But also I think it's just weird. It's hard to have someone that doesn't know you say really good things about you too.
1: Thank you. So that's my thing right there. So. So, you know, and again, we, you know, we talk about this and now let's call the elephant out of the room a little bit. You know, last episode we had, uh, you know, we had, um, Robert on, you know, he was a psychic and, and he did some, he did a quick little thing on my side kind of, you know, it's like, oh wait, you know, and, and, you know, we kind of play that. We noodled that around a bit, you know, could that, is he grabbing from here? Is he grabbing from there? We talk about that, but you know, she did these readings. She asked, so for the listeners, so you guys know, um, there is a production, a manager i guess you would call her her name is michelle she's been actually uh up a bunch of great guests for us and you know and, and dr kimberly is one of them and early in the morning she had asked me hey send me pictures of you guys because she wants to do aura readings on you and i i i am saying, like, oh, okay cool so you know reach out john josh to send it out that's kind of where that stemmed from so she could look at the picture to gain that that scan or that idea whatever she does on her side i i think that's what you're saying, Josh is, you know, she's completely stranger, but when she looks into that and she goes, I kind of know you, I've, you know, I've saw what you're doing. I saw what you're, what you've been through or experiencing a walk through. It, it, it just, I don't know. That's one of the things that, that I was a little, I was like, well, this is, this might be something because this woman knows a shit from Shinola really at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, how do we, you know, how do you kind of, define that i guess yeah, yeah it well, was not what i was expecting no no not at all no. not at all Not. but yeah thought.
0: but one of the things i like i i definitely like i think what what she told me like
1: uh if nothing I definitely if she took that me. to
0: heart and like i was like yeah mm-hmm. this kind of this reverberates with me this makes this does make sense um, I am a fucking king, and you all bow down before me. <laughs> all right, knock kidding. that shit up. <laughs> but, no, but no, but like no. All joking aside, uh, no, it did reverberate with me, and it did really like. Okay, you know, and something like it's, it's like yeah, I've kind of heard that before actually, but now what she's saying is like, well, own that, and you know, start using that. And not just be like, yeah, okay, pass, you know, use like well, taking look, it. Passively and and, and likewise,
1: something. on my side, you know, it's one of the and again, it's, you know, I've struggling with it for the last like 10 years of, of how do I, you know, look, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be this guy. But maybe it's time just to go, you know, fuck it. You know, all that shit's old school. It happened. It's done. I can't change it. So how do I move on? And, it's a,
3: almost like you, you know, need to get a tattoo of the serenity prayer from Alcoholics Anonymous or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: something to that effect. Yeah, exactly. Like it's been crazy. But at the same time, so as cool as that was for the end, um, the beginning. So her, she's talking about doing energies of frequencies, remote viewing and everything mm-hmm. else. I don't know. What was your guys'
0: thoughts on that? Well, also – when we talk about ghosts, we talk about frequencies and everything like that. We do. And yeah, the thing is, is like some people say, and exactly how, what she said, I was like, yeah, okay. That's, that's kind of what makes sense to me as far as like ghosts are on a, uh, uh, I don't know if higher frequency is the right word, but like a faster, a higher frequency, or different, a di- different frequency is better. And, but mm-hmm. like, they slow it down to the point. Like if you see a ghost, they've slowed it down to like, a frequency that makes sense to us or something and uh, uh so i mean that that kind of uh,
3: i mean a lot of what she was saying kind of lines up with uh john keel's theory of the super spectrum right how she was saying basically we're all interdimensional beings and like mm-hmm. uh you know, things raise and lower their vibrations to come through to where we can see and experience them and stuff. So I, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I did.
1: And thank you for saying that because I'm about three quarters of the way through that book. And that's exactly what I was thinking when she said that. And and that's why I wanted to ask her that thing, because, you know, when you think about, you know, how you see something or what your mind perceives back and forth, I, you know, to to me, frequencies are a big thing. And, and I think really that might be one of the questions or the Maybe the resolves of what we see, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, it really explains a lot. It ties a lot of stuff together, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, we'll see what that looks like. But you know, I thought that was neat on her thing. She also had other things that she was involved in, which I think is really cool. She's been doing this for a long time. Um, you know, like we said, listeners, you know, touching the the tip of the iceberg as far as going down rabbit holes. Uh, evidently, I'm part of a secret space program that I didn't know I was part of. We can talk yeah, about that. I, 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 yeah, so, I would like
0: to go down that rabbit hole a little bit for, for funsies.
1: Yeah, because – you know, well, one of the – and I didn't know – you guys, I sent the talking points on, on your side, and mm-hmm. she was talking about the – when you talk about dreams and or nightmares and or states of sleep, and we're not necessarily taken, but we're taken dimensionally. Does that mm-hmm. what we talked about before, the frequency? That yeah. interests me because – I, I always dreams just always set weird with me, you know. How can you be in this state, but yet these things are so? And I literally got woken up like screaming one night. It, God, it was two weeks ago on a dream. Like I woke up screaming that my wife was. It, it just they're so lifelike. I, I don't know how your mind intermelds to that. So that makes a little bit more sense with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But maybe that. Well, that, maybe that's I've always thought
0: you know you you spend half your life asleep. So why, why aren't dreams just as real as this? It's just real in a different way somehow. Different form. Yeah.
3: There are some cool TV shows that kind of play with that theory. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of any of them right now. So sorry, I brought that up, but (laughs) uh, I was also going to say, what if the, what if dreams are just your sub subconscious farting while you fall asleep?
0: Like. I've do they have that. to mean something? I've heard, I've heard you know that before. I, mean? I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe not necessarily.
1: Yeah, but I've sure. had. Have you guys ever had dreams that you literally will never forget? Like they're stuck yeah. in your head forever. And if yeah. I do
0: forget them, I have them again a
3: little while later, and I'm like, this is all familiar. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. I have that all the time. So I uh, don't know if it's your subconscious. It's you know maybe it's a repeat, maybe it's a brain resetting. They say that too. I I don't know. Well, you know
3: I haven't uh, worked in a, a a serving shift in probably five years, but I still have a fucking service industry nightmare at least once a month. Oh, oh really? Lovely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's a
0: trauma that never fully heals. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely, if you've ever worked in the service industry for for a long period of time, it, yeah, that's a, that's an open wound. Yeah, I'm
3: going to get up on my little teeny tiny soapbox and say, make sure you tip people well, because whatever you think they're going through, it's way worse. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. However much money you think they make, it's not fucking enough, especially yeah. they're dealing with your fucking dumb ass. So you need to pay them for that. Here,
1: here. Yep. There you go. All said yeah. and done. But
3: so anyway, say we all.
1: Yeah. She was fantastic. Um, yep,
0: absolutely. So we yeah, have I things have lined time. up.
1: We have things lined up for the future uh, for Patreon members. We actually have something coming in March that we're going to try to pull off. And and it's not necessarily going to be an interview as much as it is us actually doing remote viewing. We're going to record some sessions. Uh, we've been kind of talking about it for a while, working on it, um, looking forward to it. For the regular listeners, you know, we'll have uh, remote viewing out there. And then, of course, we've got news coming up. And then it looks like we have most of March filled up with different guests. So – I, we're looking good. At least we get you guys to COVID till what March, April-ish, and then we can see where we're at.
3: So, yeah. If uh, you free listeners, play your cards right, and uh, make sure you rate and review and, and tell all your friends about us. Maybe we'll put some of our remote viewing experiments out into the public. Absolutely.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. you got to ask crossed. real nice. Yeah. Let's get to 50 reviews, and then we will. <laughs> you set a goal, <laughs> and they go from Challenge? there.
3: Challenge? Hopefully accepted. Hopefully accepted the gauntlets it yeah, down.
1: So with that being said, you know, if you guys have a story or anything or you know uh, you know, your uncle saw something or you experienced something or you have a story, you know, by all means call us eight oh one two five two sixty nine Forty-five, yes, your <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm having a hat made as we speak. Um, let us know. You can actually write us too if you're a little shy on the phone at, uh, at gmail.com. Tell us your story. Tell us uh, whatever is going on. Whatever encounter you have, we're always looking forward to that. We're kind of we're trying to gain that on the backside a little bit where we have some of those stories built. Um, social medias. Anybody got them?
3: Yeah, uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Strange uncles Podcast. Uh, Twitter at Strange one of us is usually manning the DMs on those platforms, so if you feel like slip, slide, and go right ahead. You never know what you're gonna get.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Noted. So with that being said, it was great having her on. Uh, hopefully, we have her back on again for some more deep dives in wherever mm-hmm. we, uh, wherever we see. But it's been it was very,
0: <laughs> I don't know, it's very enlightening. I
1: mm-hmm. thought so. I liked yeah. it. So
0: yeah, I, I enjoyed having her on for sure. Yep. Definitely. So, Um, Kimberly. Look forward to talking to her again. Yeah.
1: Yep. Thank you very much, by all means. And uh, for what it's worth, uh, close gates.